always feel burnt out or stressed? Are you constantly overpacking your to-do list to the point where you feel so overwhelmed with every single thing you have to do today? Like you have absolutely no time. Is it a struggle to balance work, friendships, relationships, schoolwork, your hobbies, working out, and just everything else in your life? Does self-care now feel like work to you to the point where now doing your nails or taking a that shower routine feels like it is standing in your way to actually finally getting to relax? And do you feel like the only time you actually get to relax finally is at the very end of your day for 45 minutes only after you've completed all of your to-do list? Why? You know that this is a major problem in your life and you know that it is preventing you and draining you from being happy, but why do you continue to still live like that? This is because you are operating in your wounded feminine energy. You are resting too much in your masculine and it is causing you to feel overworked, stressed out, consistently hustling. And because you feel like you are lying to yourself thinking that you have to do all of this, you have to constantly be hustling in order to glow up and live a successful, happy life. But this is a lie. We're ignoring your signs of burnout and you're neglecting to find the balance between your masculine and feminine energy, but not anymore. If you want to truly live your best life, glow up, and feel so proud of all of the goals you achieved, you need to master the art of balancing your feminine and masculine energy. And this video is going to teach you exactly how to do that. You are going to learn the difference between masculine and feminine energy. You're going to learn the biggest controversial misconceptions about masculine energy in women. Why you need both to thrive and signs that you are operating in your wounded feminine energy. You are also going to learn how to remain in your feminine energy while dating and how this is going to make you happier and help you have better relationships going forward. And how to stay productive and goal-oriented without completely draining all of your feminine energy. Plus bonus tips on how to stay feminine when working. End of this video, you are going to learn tips, you are going to learn mindset shifts, and you are going to learn the controversial but super critical things to consider in order to live a happy, thriving, fun, successful life to be that girl that creates a life that she loves, that works on her goals, that prioritizes herself, but feels feminine and not burnt out throughout that process. Because by the end of this video, you will learn everything you need to know to truly master the art of balancing both your feminine and masculine energy. Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I'm your host, Madison Haynes, your glow up self-improvement fairy godmother. Are you ready to get up and glow? Let's get right into this video. Chapter one, the difference between masculine and feminine energy. Okay, first up, what the heck is a feminine energy? What does it mean and how can we adopt it? Feminine energy is moving, it is free, it is flowing, it is nurturing, it is creative, it is giving. You operate in your intuition. There is a difference between being feminine and your feminine energy. Being feminine can be stereotypical feminine traits like taking good care of your hair, maybe wearing beautiful clothing that makes you feel fun and vibrant, or nurturing your beauty, doing your makeup, doing your skincare routine. That is not feminine energy. Feminine energy is the energy within you, that nurturing, caring, creative, giving energy that's in both men and women. All masculine energy is more strong, more powerful, more driven. It focuses on controlling, problem solving, and logic. Do we all have both feminine and masculine energy within ourselves? Here is the biggest misconception about masculine energy within women. A controversial opinion, but a lot of creators will try and tell you that in order to be a high value woman, in order to be a divine feminine woman, you need to be operating in your feminine energy at all times. Others will tell you that you need to be not relying on anybody. You need to be a girl boss and you need to be hustling and get that bag. Do you want to know the truth? You clicked on this video because you wanted to learn about balance and that answer lies within 
balance. You want to reach your goals, feel successful, achieve your dreams, but feel gorgeous, feel relaxed, feel happy while doing it. The true key to success is finding the balance in between those two extremes. And by the time you end this episode, you are going to understand how to do that and why it is so important. Get into the next chapter. Why do you need both energies to truly thrive? Stop demonizing masculine energy. You need that in order to become a successful, goal-driven woman who has her dream life and is proud of herself. Your masculine energy is not something to fear or completely suppress. You should embrace it and you're going to need to embrace it. Masculine energy is going to be what drives you or allows you to achieve those goals. Because if you just rested in your feminine energy all of the time, which is amazing and it feels great and it's relaxing and it is fun, but that is not going to lead you to your dream life. Just because it's masculine energy is going to be what gets you to your goals. This does not mean that you need to go out through life being miserable, being stressed, feeling burnt out. No, this is where feminine energy comes in and why it is so important to have both. Throughout this process, throughout your self-improvement, glow up journey, you need to also be prioritizing your self-love. You also need to be taking time to rest. You just need to take time to nurture yourself as a woman and learn how to do that and how to integrate those habits and those key traits into those masculine tasks as you're working on yourself. But don't forget, there is a difference between a woman who is operating in both energies, who has it perfectly balanced, who finds harmony in her life, opposed to a woman who is operating in her wounded feminine energy. Now, here are some signs that you may be operating in your wounded feminine energy. You have a lack of self-love. You are, do not prioritize time for self-care. You feel like it is so much work to have to do that. You do not accept help from others. You take no support from others. You feel completely isolated, completely on your own. Like you're the only person in the world that allows you to have your own back, to make things happen for yourself, to provide for yourself. You constantly need validation from others. You can't go out and wear an outfit that you want to wear without texting the group chat to be like, oh my gosh, am I going to fit in? Or you seek validation from men. You have a huge problem with perfectionism and are constantly people-pleasing your way through life. Or if you have unhealed trauma and you operate more in your head than in your body. More on that later. To help give you a deeper understanding of this, let's bring in personas. I am going to use two personas. One is going to be named Paris and the other is going to be named Scarlett. And by the end of this, I want you to tell me which one is operating in her wounded feminine energy. Let's name this one Paris. Paris grew up with two brothers and was raised by a single mom who was the best mom in the world. She worked two jobs to make sure that all of her kids had everything they ever wanted. But because of so, she was at work a lot where Paris had to help take care of her brothers, often cook for them and keep the house running herself. Paris learned to be extremely independent from her mother. She learned to study hard, to work on her goals, and because of so, she has large aspirations for herself. She is constantly a to-do list girl, and she'll add 101 things on her to-do list at any given time because she thinks hustling and consistent work is going to get her to her goals. And even in moments when she's feeling so stressed and she's sensing that sign of burnout, she just pushes through because she knows that there's light at the end of the tunnel and she will be happy when she finally gets to that goal at the end. Because of this, she often finds herself of laying in bed at the end of the night thinking of all of the things that she has to get done. And she neglects her self-care because frankly, she just does not have time for it. So she often does not have her hair well kept. She does not do her nails. She does not partake in anything that makes her feel good and feel like a beautiful woman. So has no interest or even time, frankly, to invest in shadow work or journaling to heal her past traumas. 
because she grew up with an amazing mother who gave everything for everyone else and took nothing, she finds herself also people-pleasing her way through life. She goes to events that she doesn't want to go to. She hangs around people that she doesn't even like anymore just because she does not know how to say goodbye. She is very close to receiving both gifts and compliments, and she refuses to accept help from people. Now let's look at our other persona, Scarlett. Scarlett has big dreams. She is a goal-oriented, driven girly, and she often makes to-do lists for herself. She sets goals based on journal entries that she's done, so she knows that those feeling-based goals truly resonate with her dream life and are going to serve her now and in the future. And because Scarlett has big dreams and hopes for herself, she often finds a big to-do list. But when she feels overwhelmed and in moments of stress, she looks at her list and says, I can do this later. She prioritizes herself first. Scarlett loves herself and she sees self-care as a priority just as much as anything else on her to-do list. She goes on solo dates, she reads, she invests in herself, and she knows that by doing that is going to fuel her more to achieve her goals also does activities that help her relax and get re-inspired and allow her to create more freely. She does things like yoga, like drawing, etc. Often makes time to just put on some music and dance because she feels like this allows her to let go of the stress of the day and just tune into her feminine energy and drop back in from her head to her body. Often journals and does shadow work because she knows that that is what's going to lead her to happiness, that feeling that she is chasing based on all the goals that she has set for herself. She is open to receiving and because she does so so welcomely, people want to give more, people are willing to help her out more and because she accepts that help, she's able to get more done and feel happier and more relaxed while achieving all of her goals. Now you tell me which one is operating in her wounded feminine energy. Now, if you are like Paris and you feel like you are operating more in your wounded feminine energy, this is going to lead you to a stage of burnout. You're going to be unhappy. You're not going to feel satisfied with your life. Do not fall into the trap of you can do it all because you can do anything, but not everything. And you need to remind yourself of that. Now, if you want to heal yourself from your wounded feminine energy, you are going to need to do the deep work. Get out of operating in a state of survival mode or fight or flight, which you've most likely taught yourself how to do by years or a long history of trauma. So in order to solve that, you need to go to that root of the problem. And you can do this by journaling, you can do this by talking to a therapist, but you need to work on healing yourself first. Okay, let's get right into the next chapter on how to balance your feminine energy in a relationship. Now, if you want to get everything you possibly can out of a relationship and also give to, but you want to feel in a healthy relationship, you want to be happy, you want to have that dream relationship that you love to binge watch on your favorite TV series. Controversial opinion, but you should get out of that very strong, I don't need a man mentality. Because here's the thing. No, you do not need a man. You love yourself. You can buy yourself flowers. You treat yourself just as well as you would in any relationship. So you don't need to rely on the first man that walks into your life to be make you happy and treat you like a princess, even though they don't. Because you take care of yourself, because you love yourself, because you know your self-work from all of the other work you've done in past episodes from the podcast, you now know that you are ready and you are only going to accept the best possible partner as possible. But here's the thing. If you are too much in the I don't need a man mentality to the point when, when you are in a relationship, when you do find that kind, happy, caring partner, allow yourself to receive the help just because you don't need someone to change your light bulb, just because you don't need someone to put gas in your car in the middle of winter, just because you don't need someone to take you on a date or buy you flowers, doesn't mean you shouldn't allow someone to do that and welcome that into your life. Because if you can make your life easier and someone is willing to do that for you, 
why wouldn't you allow that to happen? Just in the same way as you give yourself princess treatment and you love yourself, you can allow someone that you also love to love you back and do those things for you as well. And that is not something that you should feel guilty about. Here's the thing, if you want to truly find balance between the feminine and masculine energy within yourself, you need to give yourself time to drop back into your feminine. And by accepting help from someone, especially in your relationship, this is going to allow you to do that feel happier and they will be happier as a result and this will benefit your relationship exponentially. Now, do you want advice that is a little controversial but will improve your relationship so much, especially in the long term? Okay, stop trying to control everything. I know, I know this is so hard, especially for the girls who are very type A, who want to achieve their dream life, but hear me out. If you're the type of girl, and especially in a relationship, who says things like, there's a shorter way, or there's a better way to do this, or why didn't you do it this way? You need to try and untrain your brain to respond to things in a form of criticism. Yes, you might think that, oh my goodness, I could have done it better, or this is the way I want it to be done, or what I would have done. These type of comments are going to make you unhappy because you're constantly looking at the negative and nitpicking things, and it's going to make your partner unhappy too. Because they are trying to take on that role to help you out, to do something that's kind and allow you to have more time for self-care or to do things that you actually want to do. But because you're so caught up in having it to be absolutely perfect, exactly how you want it for things that might not really truly matter, it's causing you to be operating in your masculine energy and draining you of all of your joy. Not only that, but it is going to cause your partner to not want to help you out. If they try to do the dishes one day and you say, well, I would have put them out to dry this way instead, they are way more likely to never help you with the dishes ever again. The feminine is very caring, right? So it is important for us to try to teach ourselves to give grace in moments when you want to give criticism instead. Obviously, sometimes it is warranted, but for the little things, you need to stop yourself and say, is this worth the argument? Is this worth me dropping back into my masculine and making this person feel bad about what they're doing, which is just trying to help me? It is, is this worth, you know, spending 20 minutes fighting about it or I... Could I rather take that 20 minutes and go take a bath to go read a book? Will I feel better doing that? Or will I feel better just criticizing it? You know? <laughs> Sometimes you just have to learn to let the small things go. I know that sounds like so tiny, but learning how to let the small things go is actually very difficult because a lot of us women who are goal-oriented operate in such a go, 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 this is the right way to do things mindset that we find ourselves constantly wanting to people please and perfect our way through life. But starting small and learning to let these small little details go is going to give you so much time back throughout your day, allowing you to find balance, peace, and add more harmony into your everyday life. Do not micromanage your relationship. Likewise, you need to start practicing the art of receiving, receiving well. For instance, if your partner comes home one day with hydrangeas for you and you like them, but they're not your favorite flower and you're like, he knows that I love peonies. Why didn't he bring me peonies instead? You could go and be like, oh, thanks. Like, these are really nice. That was nice of you. But you know, my favorite flower is peonies. Or you can go and say, oh my goodness. Like, these are beautiful. That is so sweet. You made me feel so happy. You are the best boyfriend in the entire world. That is going to make him feel so much happier. He is going to feel like the best man in the world. And because of that, he's going to remember how he felt and remember how you reacted and do that more often for you. Because here's the thing, the more gratitude you give, the better you make people feel about giving to you or just in general, the nicer they'll be to you, the more you will receive. And this is going to allow you to balance your feminine energy way more because you're going to get more help. 
and don't forget to take help whenever you can get it. Time is the most expensive commodity in the world. And if someone is willing to give you theirs and allow you to get more time back, let them do that. Be appreciative of it. Okay, now let's quickly talk about the downside of being in your wounded feminine energy with a partner. Now, if you were in your wounded feminine energy and you struggle with self-love, you are like, I don't feel beautiful. Why would anyone want to date me? Why would this person even like me? I don't understand. Like, I am not good enough. I am not smart. Why is this person even wanting to spend their time with me? And if you constantly are burning yourself out, running around, giving your partner absolutely no time at the end of the day, making them feel like another thing on your to-do list, this is going to completely damage your relationship. Not only that, if you truly are operating in extreme wounded feminine energy, you are going to attract a very feminine partner. Because you're so controlling and goal-oriented and you are unwilling to give up anything, it's your way or the highway, you are going to attract a partner who is very, very feminine because of that. And if this is something that you want, that is okay. Here's the thing. If you want to have a partner that spoils you, that gives you princess treatment, that brings you home flowers, that plans dates without having you to ask or plans vacations without you having to do all of the work and pay for everything. You don't have to take care of somebody like another child or worry about them if they're going to go to work or hold down a job. You need to work on healing your feminine energy and having balance because this is going to attract the best partner you possibly can that is aligned with what you want for your life because everyone wants different things but you have to figure out where you are on that spectrum of the balance between feminine and masculine and if you are happy and content with that and then you can realize if that's going to attract a partner who you feel you will also be happy and content with too we're going to get into a very controversial topic, which is the 50-50 split. In relationships, you'll often hear of the 50-50 split where both partners pay 50% of the bills, which is very fair and very equal, right? Or is it? 50-50 split does not serve women. Yes, you need to understand the importance of financial literacy and also two incomes are very much needed in order to support yourself in today's economy. However, it is not a 50-50 split unless everything is 50-50. That is what I mean by it does not serve you. Because if you are contributing 50% of all of the bills, but you are doing all of the housework, you're doing the grocery shopping, you are doing the cooking, you are doing the cleaning, you're doing the laundry, the sweeping, the dusting, the deep cleaning, buying Christmas presents for everyone, wrapping the Christmas presents for everyone, you know the drill. And you come home from work every single day and have four and a half hours of work to do when your partner comes home and sits on the couch and watches TV the entire night. Tell me how that is serving you and tell me how that is equality. Now, here's a study from the roles of men and women in today's society. And it's going to show you how much women do percentage-wise of the housework versus the man versus both equal partners. The roles of men and women in terms of housework have, yes, improved significantly over the last few decades, but it is proven that women statistically still are doing more work than just the man on average. And the amazing thing is we are starting to see that percentage increase in terms of both partners doing equal amounts amount of work, but the largest percentage is still women doing it all. You are getting robbed. Do not let yourself fall into this trap of doing all of the work and paying 50% because that is not equal. That is not serving you. What that is going to do is put you in your masculine energy because you are now equally providing and you are doing all of this work. You are going to overwork yourself, overburden yourself. And what benefit are you truly getting? Now, of course, there is certain circumstances where not every relationship can be 50-50 all of the time. Sometimes you need to give someone 90 because they can only give you 10%. 
And that is just a normal part of a relationship. But before you go and commit to moving in with someone or building a life with someone, you need to go and really evaluate the tasks that you are willing to do and what they are willing to do and find an equal terms of an agreement of what responsibilities each person is going to take over. Okay, now let's talk about the next chapter to how to feel and remain in your feminine energy while working on yourself and achieving all of your goals. So you're a self-improvement girly and you want to work on yourself. You want to achieve your dream life. You are watching all the self-improvement club content and you were like, yes, I am motivated. I am ready. I am going to become the best version of me. But you also want to be that no princess that floats around and talks to animals and sings and dances and just lives that soft, gorgeous, amazing life. Yes, you can have it all, but you need to master being intentional. This is going to be the thing that genuinely changes your life. And when you feel overworked, overstressed, overburdened, like you are operating too much into your masculine energy, I want you to come back to what I'm about to tell you and use it and practice it because it will make you feel so much better. Okay, so you feel overworked. You're looking at your to-do list. You're like, I have no time. How am I going to get this done? I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do. You need to do the control alt delete method on your life, okay? (laughs) This is a method I use and refer back to all of the time when I am feeling stressed in order to go back into my feminine. Here's how it works. You recognize that you're stressed out. You recognize that you've been operating in your masculine for too long and you need to do something about it because you have no time, you are stressed out, and you just need a moment to partake in self-care to avoid burnout. You're going to go to the control-alt-delete method, okay? You're going to bring this up in your head, right? Now you're going to go and first step is control. What can you control? Review all your to-do lists. Review what's making you stressed. What do you have control of? Can you habit stack? Can you do your your laundry while listening to that YouTube video that you want, even dying to listen to? Or do your laundry and call your mother or grandmother that's on your list as well? Or could you control your list by asking someone for help that will take that burden off of you? Or what do you really don't need to do? Like what are your wants, your actual, and what are your must-dos? Now, alter. Now you know the things that you genuinely have to get done. Like you have to show up to work, you have to get that presentation done, but then you can also recognize, you know, I really wanted to do a deep cleaning and dust all of the baseboards today, but it is not a must do. Alter your schedule accordingly. And then delete. Delete the things that do not matter in this current moment from your to-do list, okay? And what you're going to do is you're going to add back in moments of self-care to replace those things that you time blocked. This is going to be a life-changing concept. You do not need to keep running around. You do not have to keep feeling this way. You need to take time to slow down. And that is going to allow you to achieve balance. If you want to achieve if you want to achieve balance, you need to be able to recognize when you are shifting too far in either or of sides. If you are relaxing too much, let's say you went on a week-long vacation, you're feeling great, you're in your feminine, amazing energy, and you come back, and you don't want to go and do your work, you don't want to get back to the gym, you don't want to be productive. You need to recognize that and practice the self-discipline. You need to say, no, I love being in my feminine energy, but I also now need to work on my goals. I need to be driven. I need to do this to propel myself forward. But then likewise, in moments where you're like, I have been hustling a little too hard, I have neglected self-care a little bit too much this week, I need to step back into my feminine. You need to consistently be evaluating how you are feeling, what you are doing, are you prioritizing both? 
You do not have to feel this way. You will accomplish your goals. You will get to where you want to be. But if you are burning yourself out in pursuit of your dream life, then what is the point? You need to start finding joy in the journey because you think that success, you think that happiness will be found in your destination, which is why you are hustling and burning yourself out and operating this masculine energy. But what if while pursuing those goals, pursuing your dreams, you also prioritize the balance of finding joy in this given moment to take an extra second to stop and smell the roses, to live the Le Vion Rose lifestyle and romanticize the things around you, to stop and enjoy life for what it is in this current moment and how far you've truly come. Because what you are living right now, what you currently have right now, what is stressing yourself out right now is things that you dreamed of having in your past. So go through life with a balance of being goal-oriented and wanting more for yourself. That is fine. Do not feel ashamed of that. But also recognizing all the amazing things you're currently doing and you're blessed with right now. After your control-alt-delete moment, you clearly know and recognize that you are about to get burnt out. So in order to press pause, to do a hard reset, a hard refresh on your brain, here is your little hard refresh it girl checklist. I want you to have no screens, okay? No TV, no phone, nothing. Get out and go outside and touch grass. Reconnect with nature and then come home and do one thing that is going to make you feel fabulous and comforted and soft. Move your body. A great way to get in tune with your feminine energy is consistently dropping from your head that do, 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 go, go, go mentality into your body through, through dancing, through yoga, through stretching. You know after that feeling of like really good stretch and you can do it right now, just like a really good stretch and you're like, Oh, and it just feels so good. There's something about it. That is how it should feel when you are really, really operating in your feminine. When you take that moment of silence or to do a guided meditation, which are available on YouTube, to drop into your feminine, you just, it feels amazing. Prioritize that. Doing something like that could take literally 10 minutes of your day or even in moments when you're at work, you're stressed out, take a little stretch break, a second to just drop back into your body. And this is going to help help you balance out those energies so much because no matter where you are, you can easily incorporate that into your daily life. Take that second and when you're like, oh goodness, I can feel the tension I'm carrying in my body from operating in such a intense mindset. Just take a second. You'll feel so much better for it. Okay, and now you're probably asking, well, how can I feel that amazing all of the time? And honestly, the answer is you can't. You are going to have to do work. You're going to have to do the things you don't want to do if you want to have your dream life, but you can make them better or as enjoyable as possible. Which brings us into the next chapter, how to be feminine while working romanticize the heart, okay? You can't control that this task is repetitive or you don't want to do it or it's a lot of hard work, but you can control your environment to some degree. You can light a candle. You can surround yourself with pretty gorgeous office or school decor that you love. Get excited about small things. Congratulate yourself on small wins. Get excited about that really delicious lunch that you have packed. Plan things for the end of your workday and enjoy fun on weekdays. Just don't wait until the weekend to have fun. Have little things throughout your week that you can look forward to. And be grateful. Reframe your mindset. The biggest game changer in your life could be shifting that mindset of the I have to do this. I have to work out. I have to clean my house to I get to. I want to. Because here's the thing. Why are you working out? You don't have to work out. No one is holding a gun to your head and saying, you need to go exercise. You need to get the body of your dreams. <laughs> 
you're choosing to work out because you want to have that body. You want to be healthy. You want to feel hot. You want to feel gorgeous. You want to feel good about yourself. But as we become habitual and we get into the routine of just going to the gym consistently, we often forget that that habit is something that we want to do. We just now think that we have to do it and it becomes this daunting, annoying task. And this applies with any habit or anything on your list. It's in our human nature to fall into a routine and start to resent it. There was a survey done about people going on vacations and those people were asked what the most enjoyable parts of their trip were. And do you want to know what they said? They said, oh, I love the first drink I had, the first time I went into the ocean, the first amazing dinner. As they were continuing to describe the trip or describe the things that they most enjoyed, their satisfaction level continued to drop the more they did those activities. Yes, of course, they enjoyed drinking on a beach. Yes, of course, they enjoyed going to a swim bar in the pool. But by the end of those seven days on their vacation, that became a habit to them. They were used to waking up, going to the buffet for breakfast, going to the beach all day, getting free drinks. It just was a thing that they kind of got used to. Opposed to the very beginning when that was so far to the routine, seeing the palm trees, seeing that gorgeous ocean, getting free drinks that were free <laughs> that you didn't have to pay for because you paid for them ahead of time. This is a basic psychology concept and it's essentially saying that once we switch up a routine and something is new and exciting, we think of it as new and exciting. But the more we continue to do that, the more we take that for granted. Now you can apply this theory in any way you want to, to be able to live a happier life. But the way I would suggest that in terms of truly finding balance is genuinely switching up your routine. So remind yourself in those moments that like, I don't have to work out. I don't have to clean my house, but this is what I want to do because it makes me feel good. And then in those moments say, okay, you know what? This is an indicator that it is time to switch up the routine. So maybe instead try a different machine at the gym. Maybe buy yourself some new fun cleaning products that are going to inspire you to want to clean like the pink stuff. Maybe if you go for a jog every morning, you go for a different route. Be as simple as instead of going to that same coffee shop, that same dinner place every single time you go out to switch it up. Switch up how you wear your hair, switch up your nail color, switch up your routine. These little tiny habits are going to result in you being so much happier in your life because you always feel like something is new. You're never going to feel like every single day is the same. You won't be bored. And because of this, you will be inspired. Because of this, you'll be more in your feminine energy. You are creating. You are excited. You are happy. You are more willing to do that. You're going to avoid burnout and we're overworking yourself. Now, if you are serious about taking these tips into action, if you are serious about improving your life, wanting to feel more relaxed, more feminine, while achieving your dream life, I challenge you to do the following. Journal and do the shadow work, okay? Feel overwhelmed. The next time you do this, I want you to stop and do a control, alt, delete, and then a hard refresh. What can you control about your given moment? What can you ask for help for? What can you habit stack? What can you alter to make your situation more adaptable to you in your current moment? How can you add more self-care? And what can you delete out of your life? After you do that, do a hard refresh on your brain, get outside, go and enjoy some time for self-care. Prioritize one moment of self-care every single day and try to make someone's day every single day. This is gonna make sure you're incorporating happiness into your everyday life and you are giving back. And if you want to make someone's day right now, what you could do is leave a review for this podcast or comment down below and subscribe for more. Genuinely, every single time someone comes and reaches out to me and says, oh my goodness, like your podcast is changing my life. Like I feel more like I'm glowing up. I have improved my life so much. Your tips help me. I honestly cry. Like not like 
from like from happy tears, <laughs> but I really do. I feel so grateful. My mission is truly to be your glow up fairy godmother because I want you to live the best version of your life that you can in like easy, sustainable ways that don't require pouring thousands of dollars into yourself, but just finding the joy in your current life and learning how to have healthy habits to help slowly you build up in your way into your dream life. So if you want that, if you resonate with that, please subscribe. Please give me a review or a comment. Oh my goodness, you will make my day. So thank you so much. I feel so deeply touched by seeing your progress too. I see so many of you on Instagram who follow the Get Up and Glow podcast or my personal account, which is madison.haynes. And you girls are gorgeous. You're glowing up. You're improving yourself. I am so proud of you for working on you. Now, if you want to learn about how to handle criticism, how to build confidence like an it girl, you are going to love the next episode of the Get Up and Glow podcast. So do not miss that episode. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast for more so you'll get notified as soon as that podcast comes out. I post every other Tuesday. Now, don't forget, you are amazing exactly how you are. If you made it to the end of this video, girl, you are investing in yourself. You are doing great because you care this much about yourself, because you made it to the end. That shows such a commitment to your self-love, which means you are on the right path. I am so proud of you. You're a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. You are the it girl. You're going to get the life of your dreams. And I promise I will do my absolute best to help you get there. So if you have any podcast tips or episodes you want me to cover if you have anything you'd like to share please leave it in the podcast comments below and until next time xoxo